This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This, the Short Talk Bulletin podcast, is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota. This is Brother David Kahn's of United Lodge Number 8, Brunswick, Maine, presenting to you Volume 63, Number 10, October 1985. Programming Potpourri. One of the most frequent requests made to the Masonic Service Association is from worshipful masters. Can you give me some ideas for lodge programs? It's a good question. It deserves a good answer. This short talk bulletin is designed to provide a variety of suggestions and ideas from which to choose it would be impossible to use them all. In selecting a program, the master or the program committee must determine how a particular program can be adapted to the tastes, character, and traditions of the lodge, how much work and planning must be done in preparation, and if it will be a motivating and interesting experience for those attending. Any program designed for use in a Masonic lodge must have in it an element of Masonic education, something that will be meaningful and that will add to one's Masonic knowledge and experience. Certain programs are more adaptable to certain months or seasons. Others are of a nature suitable for ladies' nights. Care must be exercised in selecting appropriate programs at appropriate times. No effort has been made in Short Talk Bulletin to give full scripts for meetings. Instead, we have provided the foundation stones. It's up to you to build them according to the designs on your own trestle board. For additional information, be sure to read the MSA Pocket Digests, Think Tank for Junior Wardens, and Hat and Gavel. A word about programs. Meeting programs require a lot of thought, a lot of planning, and a spirit of cooperation to ensure they go off without a hitch. One man can't do it all. The wise master will select a hand-picked committee to plan, organize, and conduct each program. Programs fall into several broad categories. Speakers, fun programs, instructive programs, and ladies' nights or social programs. Following, you will find examples of these discussed. How effective such programs will be depends entirely upon how well they are planned and presented. Planning is the most important fact. Does the program fit into the theme of the Grand Master? Does it help to promote the areas of the emphasis of Grand Lodge programs? How long will the program be? Will it be of interest to the members? Care must be exercised that a program does not embarrass or offend any of your members. Each program must have a Masonic message. The Rusty Nail Degree, a simple, entertaining, and instructional program, is one based upon an in-lodge demonstration of the examination of a visitor. It serves several purposes, as a training aid for those called upon to serve on the examining committee, to demonstrate that there's no need to worry about the rusty when visiting. Emphasis, of course, must be placed upon proper decorum in the examining room. That the sole duty of the examining committee is to satisfy the lodge that a visitor is a master mason in good standing, not to see how much or how little the visitor knows. If well-planned, this program can be one that generates a great deal of interest, discussion, and participation. Many variations can be used to show proper and improper procedures. 
it is usually good to open the floor for a good question and answer session after the demonstration. Masonic Home Night If your lodge is located near a Masonic home, you might consider entertaining some of the guests at the lodge. Many of them relish the opportunity to sit in lodge. Prior arrangements have to be made with the home administrator for them to attend, and arrangements have to be made to transport them to lodge and back to the home. Strict adherence to the home's rules must be kept as to times the guests must be returned. It gives everyone a boost if you can get one of them to speak about his Masonic experiences. When it isn't practical for the guests to visit lodge, another great thrill for them is to have the brethren from the lodge visit with the guests at the home. Don't neglect this important part of the Masonic family. Visiting Degree Teams For an extra special event, there are a variety of degree teams that will ensure a big turnout. Caution, some jurisdictions do not approve of the use of degree teams. There are several Indian degree teams, state police degree teams, the Virginia Craftsmen, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, military degree teams, etc. Be sure to check with your grand lecturer or grand secretary before inviting a degree team. Usually, it requires a special dispensation from the grand master if they are from another jurisdiction. And of course, there is frequently a great deal of expense, transportation, meals, and lodging. Be sure to check this all out in advance to be sure your lodge can cover the expense. Banquets are frequently used to raise the necessary funds. Table Lodge In those jurisdictions where it is permitted, the table lodge can be a useful and enjoyable way of promoting Masonic knowledge and good fellowship. Some Grand Lodges have prescribed rituals for use at table lodges and strict guidelines for the conduct of table lodges. A Masonic Digest entitled Masonic Feasts, Banquets, and Table Lodges is available from the Masonic Service Association, which describes these festivities and their histories. Candidate Reception A successful program which originates in South Carolina is one which is a reception in honor of the accepted candidate given between the time he is accepted and when he is initiated. His family, friends, and fellow workers are invited to the reception at the Masonic Temple. A carefully prepared program, consisting of short talks about the history and purposes of the craft, are given, emphasizing that he is becoming a part of the Universal Brotherhood, not just another men's club, and asking for understanding as he mumbles to himself over the coming weeks. Everyone is treated to a tour of the Temple. And then, over coffee and donuts, there is a question and answer session. We're told that frequently one of the questions asked is, where can I get a petition? This is fully discussed in the MSA Digest, tried and proven. Speakers. Masonic speakers can be big drawing cards for Masonic meetings and banquets. For some tips on the care and handling of speakers, you'll find the Short Talk Bulletin, July 1978, the Masonic speaker, most helpful. One caution, it's not wise to have speakers too often. The brethren get bored with speeches. Some speakers tend to be long-winded. It's best to tell them in advance what their time limit is, and it is a good idea to give them an outline of your program so they will know just when and where they fit into your plan. Past Masters Night. This is the night when you recognize the past masters of your lodge and the contributions they have made to the craft. There can be many variations of the program. A great deal will depend on how many of your past masters can attend. Some lodges have made it traditional that the past masters assume the stations and places of the lodge officers for the conferral of a degree. 
Note, however, if there is no candidate, the past masters really don't need the experience of doing an exemplification. Then you can use one of the variations. In one, the past masters are lined up west of the altar, called by full name and years of service. Then they are each greeted individually by the master and sometimes presented with a token gift to mark the occasion. Frequently, one past master is called upon to respond for all of the past masters. Sometimes the oldest past master is singled out for special recognition, with a short biographical sketch given on his Masonic career. Other times, the past master is specially recognized who presided when the current master was raised. One successful twist on this was a this-is-your-life type program honoring the past master. It was a beautifully planned audiovisual presentation. It's always a nice gesture to recognize all past masters who are present at a past master's night. And don't neglect the past masters of your lodge who couldn't be present. You might consider having everyone present sign cards to be sent to them. There are so many ways a lodge can honor its past masters. Think about it. One of these days, you'll be a past master. So why not plan a program that would be meaningful to you if you were on the receiving end? Patriotic observations. Washington's birthday, February. Law Day, May. Memorial Day, May. Flag Day, June. Fourth of July, Independence Day. And Veterans Day in November. Patriotic programs are always popular. You can get a lot of people involved, especially the youth groups. You can usually get some good publicity on well-planned patriotic activities. Love of country is still a basic emotion that needs recharging frequently. Programs can be placed around the specific event with appropriate speeches, plays, skits, flag displays, oratorical contests, etc. Use your imagination. Youth Nights In most Masonic communities, there are or should be youth groups which are sponsored by Masonic bodies. The most popular of these are the Order of D. Malay, the Job's Daughters, and the Order of Rainbow for Girls. In some jurisdictions, you will find the Order of Builders, the Order of Constellation of Junior Stars, the Order of Girls of the Golden Court, and perhaps others. And, of course, there are the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. All of these organizations promote and teach these social virtues and are worthy and deserving of our support, concern, and encouragement. Lodge programs which recognize the accomplishments of these groups will do much to show that interest and concern. This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry. And this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast, produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America for the purpose of providing a common stock of vetted Masonic information to all of the constituent lodges of all of the member jurisdictions and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota, who have been engaging and inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of brotherly love, relief, and truth since 1853.